The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. Manscaped.com. Use the code REF. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping. Over there at manscaped.com. Uh, just got the the uh, lawnmower 2.0, right? The the oh, newest yeah. one. Oh, Shoot, yeah. I forgot to bring it. You forgot to bring it. Yeah. That one is money. The first mm-hmm. one, okay. I wasn't really overly fond, so brought up hmm. the like the regular hair clippers. This one is money. Takes care of mm-hmm. everything, makes your make yourself nice and groomed. So nice. make sure you, you go and get that for yourself. We're talking Taylor Heineke. Mm right now ht by the way shout out good to see you back in here uh i can't cool down nathan uh yam had a had a leave uh, appreciate you jam sorry that we took so long with those other segments there but we no, are ready to talk about bye it. bye bye to taylor well he also said just oh, up here he that he had oh, a head okay, to class uh gus bus with some big praise uh, thanks, uh, Ref the District, the natural successor to the Junkies. Hey. We, we appreciate that. Some big props. Uh, Problem we, is they're going to be around forever. They will. So we will We will just be the rivals at some point. Uh, we yeah. are looking to continue pushing this channel. And of course, your guys' support is a big reason why we're able to do, uh, you know, do that kind of stuff. So Taylor Heineke, no longer employed by the Washington Commanders, a move that you and I both said needed to happen. Yeah, Um, this is, you know, and this is not dogging him. Uh, We know that there's a lot of people in the hive like EP here who's crying, Mm. you know, that he's gone. A lot of people are very upset about it because they liked him. Some people looked at the Jacoby Brissett numbers and like we're letting Taylor Heineke go and Mm. taking on some guy who's costing just as much and is not Taylor Heineke. Yeah, Um, here's the thing for this team to grow and for Taylor Heineke to grow. And mm-hmm. to prove that he belongs in this league, not just here at Washington, because mm-hmm. I do think that he has, I think he's already done that, but to the league, to everybody else, to the other fan bases, yeah, he needed to go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. And I got no problem with him leaving. Let, let's kind of just look at the facts first, not necessarily stats. I mean, stats are facts, but you can interpret stats a lot of different ways. The facts are, when Taylor Heineke had that run against Tampa Bay, when he basically came in off a couch and battled Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in that playoff game, that was amazing. But right after that, in the offseason, after they did sign him to a a deal, to a two-year deal, they also signed Ryan Fitzpatrick to be the starting quarterback. It was not a competition, even though they said it was a competition. They gave him $10 million, okay? So Ron said, that was awesome, Taylor, but I know what your limitations are. I'm bringing in Ryan Fitzpatrick. So Taylor had to play that year only because Fitzpatrick got hurt. Then he has this okay year. I don't know what his quarterback record was that year. But they went into the offseason again, and they said, okay, Taylor, you're not the guy. We're going to go out and trade 
for a very iffy Carson Wentz. Okay? So, again, they chose somebody over Taylor Heineke. And the only reason he played is that Carson Wentz got hurt in that Chicago game. That's the only reason he played. Then they go into this offseason, and they made it very clear to everybody in the offseason that Sam Howell is the guy or is at least going to have a shot to be the guy. So three consecutive years with Sam Howell, sorry, when Taylor Heineke was available, this organization, Ron, whomever, they said Taylor Heineke is not good enough to be our starting quarterback for an entire year and lead us to the playoffs. Those are the facts. You can have your love affair with him. I thought what he did was very inspirational given his size and his lack of talent, his lack of arm strength. All of that was great. But he just wasn't good enough. He's just not good enough to be a starter. And as far as a backup, we've talked about a lot on this show, you can't have people screaming his name every time Sam Howell makes a mistake. It's not about whether Sam Howell can handle it. It's whether Ron Rivera can handle it. Ron Rivera hears those chants in the stands. Heineke, Heineke, right? They He hears that, and he just doesn't want to have to deal with that. He doesn't want to have to do deal with all the people you and I are dealing with now screaming for Heineke. The EP, EP upstairs right now. Right, the EPs of the world. He doesn't want to have to deal with that. Move on, get somebody who's a little bit better. I'm just going to point out that Heineke, three syllables, Jacoby, three syllables. So you yeah. can just get that well, chant going already. But he doesn't have the the cult following that no. Taylor had because of what Taylor did. He doesn't have the pizzazz, right? You know, we talk a lot about the moxie that Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke has. Yeah. And we saw it from uh, Alcatone, uh, I think, had put in there as well, where it was a G. Like this, he was so lovable here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, when you look at the off the field stuff. He was very lovable on the field. He made a few couple plays that were just like, yes, you know, JP uh, flame mentioned before uh, the end of the game, the pylon. I mm-hmm. imagine that's probably most people's memories of him. And yeah. by the way, I went back and rewatched that, not just the highlight of it, but like rewatched just the, the, the play whole or sequence, the, game? The, the sequence, the whole, the drive. Mm. And man alive, was it electric. And mm-hmm. you know what? One thing I forgot about it, uh, mainly because I don't think they should really show it when you watch just a highlight clip for it, is that was an empty stadium. Oh, that was that. Yeah, that was that was that it was, was the, a home game because it was we a home game seven and nine. It was a home game, but it was yeah. it was still an empty stadium. It, no, 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 it was just an empty stadium because of the, the no one the, no one was allowed at the games. Oh, it was a COVID deal. It was a COVID okay. game. Okay. Could you imagine that pylon die mm. where we were there? I mean, a seven to nine team probably still not going to be filled out, but the I, I mean, this was yeah. also this was to tie almost tie up the game at this point. So it was yeah. just it was electrifying and it was great. And then we saw a couple other plays. His, his after Fitz went down, uh, you know, we saw another, like we, he just won. It's the dive for the pylons. He did it again. Uh, you know, the, the following year, he had that pass for JD McKissick against Atlanta. Uh, you know, he's, he's had a couple of these, you know, YOLO balls that get caught by, because you have Terry McLaurin out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and so there's there's definitely some some great things to remember from on the field but i think a lot of it and the reason why people are so tied to him is because this is a guy who came from his sister's couch to mm-hmm. winning game checks and buying his offensive lineman jordans yeah like that is just that's a likable guy there i mean yeah. there he was in the plane you know, all chained up and drinking beer. Bush uh, lights. Got, got, yeah, stuff. Bush Bush lights, you know. <laughs> so yeah. Just a likable guy. And and so that's why I definitely, you know, wish you know him well there. Uh Trey saying self-made man. Yeah. Uh Gus Bus saying, I think Heineke left is the most beloved since Doug Williams. Uh Michael points out that there's not much competition in the in that regard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh it's it is it, what would be your if, if it's not the pylon dive mm-hmm. what would be your favorite taylor heineke moment oh wow how my favorite one uh you probably get mad at me for this but when he did the lambo leap although he didn't score right when he thought yeah. he scored and he did the lambo leap and all that and then they went back and reviewed it and he actually fell down on purpose before he got to the goal line Mm-hmm. And then they didn't score on that play on, uh, man, on that I'm drive. S- so mad about that. And then they lost the game, I believe, by less than a touchdown. Yeah. It was it was kind of like he made. Uh, there was there was another one just from last season where he could have he could have cut and gone inside for a touchdown, mm. but he, he kind of went for the pylon, but he crunched. Yeah, because he crunched, he got tackled short, and I was just like, "What are you doing? If yeah, you literally yeah. just go to the inside there." That's a freebie, and it was almost like he was geared to go for the pylon, and then kind of shortchanged himself. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, that the Lambo leap was a good one. Yeah, there, there was, was a lot of that, but that was that was kind of a cheap shot at, at at Taylor. But I mean, he he had some plays that you would sit there and you say, well, why can't you do that consistently? And on certain plays that he would make, but he just never could, and. He was the type of quarterback, and there's a lot of those in Washington, but he was the type of quarterback that when he dropped back to pass, you got scared. You were just worried at what might happen. Mm -hmm. As much as people didn't like Kirk Cousins around here, when he went back to pass, I thought good things were going to happen because I was confident in his ability to get the ball downfield and get to guys. Now he – he had turnover issues in his first couple of years, but he fixed those. But Heineke, when he went back to pass, I was scared that something bad was going to happen every time. And and that's just not a, a good thing. But he he had a lot of the qualities that you need in a quarterback. And the players loved him. His teammates loved him. He was great in the locker room and all of that. He just didn't have the football talent whether it was physical or mental he just didn't have enough of it to be an every game quarterback in the nfl and that's why he's he's making backup money you're you're really you're really hard on him this was supposed to be more of a loving affair here Uh, but you're another big play because all the other big plays were made by other people like McLaurin I mean, is still and, part of it, right? Even those YOLO balls, he's still he's still a part of, of the play there. There was some escapability that he had. I, I agree with you that there was a certain amount of Taylor Heineke. I got frustrated hmm. because I, I, I said this his first full year with us was every play looks like it was a broken play. 
Yeah. Like it was like nothing went as designed. It was like every time he was just like, it was like he was looking, if he wasn't looking to scramble, he was trying to scramble out and then make like this YOLO thing happen. Like he just was trying to play hero ball all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the the coaches caught on to that, and then they're like, "No, we want you in the pocket." And then that kind of took away his best ability, mm-hmm. right? Was was kind of that you know that gunslinger mentality, and you started to see some things. But I mean, to be fair, some of that worked out really well. Uh, Stoner, yeah. I mean, they beat the Bucks in twenty one, and uh, where they just kept driving, and he and he played efficiently. And there yeah. was things like that where maybe there wasn't a sexy play to go after. I know we're in yeah. a manscaped segment here, but I mean, sometimes what's sexy is a 10 plus minute drive where you're doing 21 plays. Uh, but I do have a play that I, I remember right, from just this last year that I loved. Uh, All right. Mainly because it got under the skin so bad of everyone else uh, that wasn't in burgundy and gold. And it was the. Um, the uh, the penalty, the one that he got the, the that he drew the penalty oh, against, the for, against the Eagles, <laughs> and Larry like slid, got hit, and immediately came up going, "Where is it?" They flew the flag, yeah. and he's like celebrating because it was the end of the game. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like, "That's he it, that's that it. You guys, winner, are, yeah. you guys are done." Oh man, I love that. I love <laughs> that. He, like, I love that he slid. I love that he got hit and immediately. It was just like, "No, where is it?" And then got so animated in their faces yeah and that was that was great that was absolutely just so good was there ever a play that he made late in the game that he made not that mclaurin made for him was there ever a play this year let's just say this year i mean if you can come up with last year too i mean my memory's not great but i just can't think of any play that he made in this past year and a half or two seasons where you went, he put this team on his back and he won the game for him with some great throws when he had to. Cause I can think of green Bay, which was McLaurin. That was the YOLO ball that he threw with his eyes closed. I can think of Indy that he threw up there. That was McLaurin jumping over Stefan Gilmore. Right. I mean, they were throws, but they were, they were not like great throws that that he made. So I was just trying to think of any, and I and I can't. I'm thinking of Atlanta the season before, late in the game. JD McKissick passed. McKiss- McKissick mm-hmm. made that play. Oh, it was like a 60, 60 yard run or something by JD McKissick. Yeah. Because yeah. he had to go all the way across the field. And he had to make a couple guys miss. And then he flew, you know what I mean? So I just can't think of any plays that he made himself late in games that were difference. And so that's, you asked me the question, I can't come up with anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fair. I think that you, again, you're a little down on him. Uh, I, I think that he's a, a low, he's a bottom tier starting QB and an upper tier backup. And I think, and I hope for him the best in Atlanta he might see some playing time there as mm-hmm. Ritter is their QB drafted in the third round. You know, people want to, you know, talk about how being a fifth round rookie, you know, Ritter being a third round rookie isn't that much of a difference. So, you know, you might see Taylor Heineke. Washington does play Atlanta mm. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we yeah. see Taylor Heineke? Do we have do it's not here actually? I think it's at Atlanta. Yeah, Otherwise, I was gonna ask you, is there a tribute video gonna be played? Yeah, right. 
That's going to be awesome if he's playing, though. That's going to be just so awesome. It's kind of like when when Washington played Kirk Cousins when Cousins came back mm-hmm. here uh, from Minnesota. So that that's kind of cool. It sucks that Kirk Cousins won the game, right? But hundred uh, percent, if if Taylor Haneke starts uh, against Washington this year and wins, I'm I am taking Taylor Haneke. What do you mean? I will, I will tell you right now. Bet I, on him? I I would bet on Taylor Heineke <laughs> winning that game. I don't um, care that it's Atlanta. I don't care if they're they're winless at that point. Seven. T- Taylor Heineke will lead the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons to victory over Washington, one hundred percent. But God bless him. And it's then the, he'll buy then he'll buy Burgundy and Gold yeah. Jordans for himself and the <laughs> offensive line. Yeah. Well, now he might be able to afford we'll to buy the, the buy the Jordans for the whole team because he only bought for the offensive line because he's like, look, I don't have that kind of money to buy for everybody. Well, he was now buying he them because he got the he got the game checks and he got the game checks again this time. Yeah, but he was only making base salary this year like a million and a half. Over there, his base salary is going to be like six million, and then he's going to have the all the other stuff on top. But God bless him for what he has accomplished to go, like you said, he was a backup, a backup in the XFL, right? He was a backup. Then he was on his sister's couch because he was giving up football and he was going to go to college and get his degree and figure out what he's going to do from there when he got a call to go to Washington. And he's turned that into probably by the time he's done $40 million. Maybe not that. I, I thirty million dollars. I I, I said, and I really do hope this is this is the case. I want to hear that Taylor Heineke is still in the league. Yeah, you know, five years, ten years from now, yeah. five ten years from now, you know that he's still on a roster somewhere, pulling that Jace Daniel, that Chad Henney kind of check, you know, somewhere somewhere like that. And uh, and so nothing but nothing but love for my yep. side. Yep. Stoner had a little shade to throw, so yeah. I, I guess we're going to have to leave it at that. We yeah. do appreciate everybody jumping in the chat with us. Trey here, Michael, Tim, uh, Gus Bus, telling me to burn all the onesies. It, it, no, not going to do it. I'm <laughs> obviously still love Washington. I'm just saying that this that's the the like likelihood of Taylor Heineke beating us is just it seems greater than not. Um, Trout in there at Michael. I think uh, EE is in the house as well. Shout out to you, Uptown Dre. Great comment from you on our our video from Jason Wright yesterday. Uptown Dre was actually in the uh, chat with the guys talking about that one, so we appreciate that. Alcatone, uh, we appreciate you all. So thanks uh, everybody who jumped in there, and uh, we had good conversation with JP Flame. Let us know what you like about the new graphics. Uh, glad that Stoner's microphone lasted the entire hour and a half. Uh, we're not going to keep them any longer though. So we appreciate you. We're live every Wednesday. We got some more great content coming up here in the next coming weeks. So we appreciate everybody who likes this video, subscribes yeah, to the channel. Like and until next time, Lamar's still out there. Be a fan.